Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Time right now, 821. You're tuned in to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. Again, today, the 20th of July. And this morning, we have in studio a guest from the Rutherford County Library System, the Lion Ball Library, to be specific, Garrett Crowell with us. How are you this morning? Morning. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So, circulation manager, that is your title. What are you doing as circulation manager? What does that mean? Uh, The circulation manager is in charge of setting policy and procedure for the system and basically also making sure that just the circulation desk runs like it's supposed to. So making sure that people get hired, making sure that people are on staff, and making sure that the books and things, the materials are moving in and out like they're supposed to. So you're like uh, keeping track of history. Uh, (laughs) That's a pretty elevated way to put it. I think (laughs) on my Facebook bio, I actually put thing mover as my job. Thing mover. Yeah, so I make sure all the things are where they're supposed to be. History thing tracker. Sure. (laughs) All kinds of cool titles. Right. So tell us a little bit about the idea of of getting new books in moving old books out i I mean how does all of that work because i know there's always new publications i mean daily i don't know how many are put out daily but a ton sure um tuesday is typically the day that new books get released and so when those books come out like nationally we get them processed and in the library as quickly as we can for our uh, for our patrons um, and things hit the shelves as soon as we can get them out. We usually have a long wait list of people who are on hold, especially for new items. People are really dialed into what it is they want to read. And so they know when things are coming out, sometimes even before we do. We'll be asked for things at the desk that we haven't heard about yet. And so we make sure that those things get ordered and they get you know into the system as best we can. And then as things get aged out or obsolete or fall apart, then it's also our job to make sure that they get weeded from the library and sometimes sold um, often as we can. We'll send those things, if they get taken out of the library, to the friends of the Limeball Library. They've got their bookstore on the P2 parking level of the parking structure over there that's attached to the library, and they'll sell those things as used, or we sometimes give them away. We also make them into honor books, which is a book that you can take from the library, and we don't care if we see it again or not. So do you have a lot of books or any books that date back to when the library first opened actually there in stock? That would be a question for Lisa Ramsey. She's in charge of our historical research department. I don't know that, but I'll bet she does. That, that, that's pretty interesting, though, because the library dates back a lot of years right here in Murfreesboro and, well, throughout Rutherford County. So that's right, yeah. How often do you get requests for books? I mean, are you getting requests, like, daily? Oh, yeah. I mean, hourly. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a fair number of the calls that we get. Or people, will, they'll either call in or they'll... Uh, put the requests online on there they'll go in and log into their account and make requests that way and then there are people who show up at the desk and they'll request things then do publishers ever contact the library and say look we got this new series of books coming out we want to get this in circulation or do they kind of avoid the library and go towards bookstores um i don't really know exactly how the that sort of contact works um i know that we get regular contact with publishers and no one tries to avoid the library because if nothing else we're good advertising for the books that actually sell in the bookstores a lot of times people will check out a book read it first and then go buy it somewhere else how does the library go about setting aside the proper amount of money to buy new books throughout the year uh, once again, that's a question for a different department. Uh, we've got an acquisition specialist, Valerie Rollins, so that would be a question for her. Again, Garrett Crowell with us this morning from the Lineball Library 
which is downtown Murfreesboro, corner of South Church and Vine Street, part of the Rutherford County Library System. And is it a growing library system? I mean, are you when you add new books, are you automatically taking others off the shelf, or is it continuing to grow? Uh, tends to be. I mean, there's, there's actually two different questions there. One is that we tend to take books off the shelves as we add books so that we don't just exceed our storage capacity. In terms of whether or not the system itself is in the state of growth, we definitely are. Um, we are, especially you know, coming out of COVID now, we're seeing our people are starting to come back in, our circulation is starting to grow. So those numbers are getting bigger. Uh, I wanted actually to take a minute and brag on our new youth services person, Katie Turner. She's just finished her first tenure and doing the summer reading program, and she had 1,900 people sign up for it, and 1,400 of those actually complete the summer reading goal. So we are seeing an improvement with our numbers coming back up, coming out of COVID, and so that does indicate growth. Uh, we're also in a constant state of looking for places where we can better manage the needs of people in Rutherford County. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be, I wanted to talk about today actually, was that the old bookmobile is retiring. Um, it's reached a point where it is no longer road safe or road worthy. Uh, and so if people want to come by and take their picture with it out here on Tommy Martin, um, they can. And I'd encourage them to come in and sign up for a library card while they're here. But the new bookmobile is something that's in a state of play right now. We're going to be getting something new. We don't really know what it's going to look like yet or when it's going to hit the roads. But we use that to service a lot of the, the growth of need that we see across the county. Uh, we go to a lot of assisted living facilities and schools and people who can't be reached by a brick-and-mortar library that way. The uh, bookmobile is actually parked right behind the radio station, for those wondering about that. Correct. Uh, so this new bookmobile, is it going to be larger? Do you have plans for it to be smaller? What, what is it going to be like? We do actually have plans for it to be smaller. Um, right now, one of the limitations of the current bookmobile is that it can't go everywhere. Um, there are parking lots that we just can't negotiate our way in and out of. And so um, we wanted to get something that's a little bit more dynamic, um, hopefully something that has um, a smaller collection on it so that when we see somebody like a, an assisted living facility or a school, they can make requests and they can say, you know, we want you to bring us in the, say, in the autumn when it's, you know, we want you to bring a whole lot of books about Halloween or we want you to bring a whole lot of books about autumn itself. We can load it up with those things that they've asked for instead of having to negotiate around a collection that's just sitting on it. Also, less weight on the bookmobile is good for the bookmobile over time in terms of its suspension. So, You know, years ago when I was younger, I remember a bookmobile would come to our school mm -hmm. at certain times of the year. We still do that. We'd be able to actually go on the bookmobile. And I don't know if that's something that's going to be for the future bookmobile where you actually get on the bookmobile, look at the books, or is it going to be a system where you come up to the window of the bookmobile to ask about and check something out? That's in a state of flux, but the plan right now is to still have people come on. Okay. Uh, we want people to be able to treat it. I mean, it is a branch of the system, so we want people to be able to treat it that way so they can come on and if they don't have an idea of what they want, sort of shop and pick something out. Now, something interesting the Bookmobile here started doing a while back is offering the Wi-Fi service wherever they're located. That's right. The Bookmobile is a mobile hotspot. Whenever you see it out, you can if it's parked, you can park near it and enjoy Internet while it's sitting there. And is there a special login or does it just say open? What, what is it? I don't know what the login is, but you can give us a call and we can tell you that okay and the bookmobile again travels all throughout rutherford county plans are still on go for that to happen just Correct. a little bit smaller so it can get around better the routes will be the same yeah we're still going to go as far and wide as we always have um, and maybe even wider now that we have a little bit more flexibility now you brought up something you said a word that i found kind of interesting most people listening would think well scott you're weird but <laughs> you, you said storage of books yes and it's interesting because whenever books come out of circulation or maybe they 
you know, sometimes come temporarily out of circulation. Is there a storage facility in Murphy's Bro to, you know, hold books until they go back on the shelves? Or, or what do you do with that? We just hold them. Uh, our libraries have to be their own storage facilities for that. And so that's part of the reason that the collection will get weeded like it does. When I say weeded, I mean like a book gets discarded and taken out. Uh, because we can't keep it. We have a limited amount of storage. And we need to make room for the things that people are actually using. And so if it's a material that someone actually needs, we can't afford to have something that's that's not being used taking up that same space. Uh, now, by that same token, there are things that we uh, will take, like classics that uh, kids a lot read a lot of for summer reading or things that we know are going to circulate back around. We accumulate copies of those. Like if you have a copy of Frankenstein at home or... Um, you know, Huck Finn, something like that. We keep those in boxes because they get asked for all the time. And those are things that we just, I mean, kind of ad hoc make space for whenever we have them. So, But basically the storage for the books is literally the library shelves. Correct. When you see the books on the stacks, that's what we've got. Okay. So what else goes on kind of behind the scenes at the library and different libraries, I guess, across the country? Because I'm sure it's similar. Well, we have a lot of volunteers. I'll go ahead and give them a shout out right now. There are a number of Rutherford County citizens who come in on a regular basis. Uh, either altruistically or for community service or for schools or church groups or whatever. Um, and they will come in and they do a lot of our shelving for us. Uh, we have, you know, a lot coming in and going out every day. And so it's very hard for us to keep up with shelving without them. Um, so we have a, a large volunteer effort, which right now is being spearheaded by Nicklin Dunn. Um, so if you need to volunteer at the library, get in touch with Nicklin. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of that going on behind the scenes. Um, a lot of planning, I guess I would say that people don't necessarily see like the recent summer reading program in order to make the fusion of in-person programming and online programming come off without a hitch there. Those hitches have to be negotiated in secret beforehand. And so, you know, we, people do a really good job of getting those things nailed down before you actually see them come out. So do you have a whole lot of volunteers? I mean, is there a a, a Um, goal for how many you want? We don't have a goal for how many we want, but we generally, I mean, there are weeks when I've seen probably 30, 40 names on the schedule. And those, I guess, volunteers are there throughout the week? Yes. Okay. I mean, there's probably, in all honesty, there's probably someone there waiting for me right now. Um, <laughs> uh, and we'll get them, you know, as soon as we open and then all the way through the day. And then we close at 9 o'clock. So there's people who are there doing volunteer work sometimes as late as we're open. Okay. And do y'all do inventory on the weekend? Do y'all do inventory overnight? How do y'all go about making sure everything is there like it should be? You're seeing us do inventory when you're there during the day. We have a regular, we have software that will generate reports for us and let us know that these are things we should be looking for and that these are things that should stay. These are things that should go. Uh, In addition, they sort of keep up with these are items you should maybe have a look at. This book is nine years old. It might be falling apart. Go have a look. Well, if we pull it off the shelf and it's held up fine, we can put it back. But if it's not, we can negotiate getting a new one. So that's typically how inventory happens. And then we do also just have you know, a global inventory once or twice a year. And that's usually as a section gets slowed down enough that we can just afford to do it. We'll just schedule that and get it done. Again, Garrett Crowell with us this morning from the Limeball Library in downtown Murfreesboro. There have been talks of the idea of having different branch libraries throughout the community and maybe even one day closing the Limeball branch and instead having multiple branches, I guess, come from that all throughout the area, one being in Blackman. Are there any talks ongoing that actually equal a space to use as a library yet? Not as yet, no. Okay. So that's something I guess the city and library and county are all still working on. I've heard the same talks that you have probably, and there's nothing solid as of yet, no. 
Well, maybe someday soon. I maybe. <laughs> so what else is going on at the local library? Uh, the big thing for me right now is that on August 14th, Saturday, August 14th, so next month after the school year gets started and things start to ramp up, we're having our uh, seventh annual free comic book day, which is a literacy event, like an early literacy event for kids. Excuse me one second. <clears throat> and it is what it sounds like. Um, you come in and we will have free comic books for everybody who shows up for as long as we, as long as supplies hold out. Um, in the past, this event has drawn as many as 1,200 people in a day. I don't expect that this year because, again, everything's different because of the COVID year. Um, but it'll run from 9 to 4 p.m. It's a national event that we choose to take part in. So comic stores, bookstores, and libraries all over the place do free comic book day. Um, and we'll have comic books from major publishers, so the you know superheroes and things that people are familiar with, um, and a lot of different characters that people will have heard of. We'll have comics for them of all ages. We're going to have stuff for the very, very little, all the way up to things that more mature people will have to ask us for, because we'll keep that kind of behind so that not everybody can grab it. Um, and then we'll have some of it will be free right at the front. Some of it will be inside the building and we're going to be showing movies and we're going to have games on the inside and we'll also be giving away prizes. It's a big deal. Um, every branch does some version of it. So you can go to any branch of our system and have it all in the same day. Uh, but Lineball is the big one because we've done it there for seven years in a row. And again, the date of this it is August 14th, Saturday from nine to four okay and literally free comic books yes sir all day yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal yeah i mean you, you can't lose you show up we're <laughs> going to give you something for free and we usually have some raffles and things that people can enter that we give away prizes in addition to that okay and they don't have to stay for that if they come and they get their free stuff and they enter and then we draw their name we'll get in touch with them so again garrett crowell with us this morning we also have an audio clip to play here in just a little while from the local library system to find out i guess more information from other departments yes so we'll get to that in just a second time right now 8 35 we're going to take a break and also we're going to get an update from cbs news on the whole spaceship going up into outer space a private one so we'll get more details on that in just a second again time right now 8 35 you're tuned to wgns <laughs> Hello from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county. And what's going on at your library system? Remember, during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, most facilities are now operating at fully open schedules, but masks are highly recommended for the unvaccinated and social distancing guidelines are strongly encouraged. Most library events and classes still continue to be offered virtually. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. Curbside service is available Mondays through Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sundays 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. The American Rescue Plan Act, or ARPA, is a $1.9 trillion stimulus package passed by Congress on March 10th. It includes targeted funding for various sectors of the economy and government impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, ranging from agriculture to small businesses to education and libraries. In addition to over $360 billion in emergency assistance to state, local, and tribal community governments, the bill contains two major sources of funding specific to public libraries. The first such allocation is $200 million for the Institute of Museum and Library Services, $178 million of which has been distributed directly to the states and territories via the network of state library administrative agencies. Each state, as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, is allotted a minimum of $2 million, while U.S. territories are allotted a base of $200,000. 
The balance is distributed based on state population using December 2020 data from the Census Bureau. This funding is intended to provide rapid emergency relief to safely reopen libraries and implement public health protocols, as well as to promote digital inclusion through accessible Wi-Fi, internet hotspots, digital literacy resources, and workforce development opportunities. For more information about the ins and outs of how ARPA grant funding reaches your local library, visit LibraryJournal.com. Now let's hear from Limeball Youth Services. Hello, this is Katie Turner, the Youth Services Coordinator at Linebaugh. This is Emily Garrett, Youth Services Assistant at Linebaugh. Our Tales and Tales summer reading program was so much fun. Thanks to everyone who attended our story times, parties, and virtual events. We did have a great time, but we need a month to rest and plan for the fall. So instead of telling you all the details, we're going to do a teaser of the upcoming programs we're really excited about. Teen Book Club. Youth Magic Club. Stuffy Sleepover. Teen Escape Room. Reading with Stevie, the Reading Paws Dog. Make and Take Mondays. Tween and Teen Cooking Classes. Grandparents Day Social. Steam Week. Poetry Open Mic Night. Halloween Pumpkin Painting Contest. And Story Times. Pre-K Story Times on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Itty Bitty Story Times on Thursdays will resume in September. Watch our website and Facebook for specific dates. For more information about any of Lineball Library's programs, please call 615-893-4131, extension 138, or visit us online at rclstn.org. We hope to see you soon at Lineball. This is Kathleen Tyree, Branch Manager of the Technology Engagement Center, with some upcoming events. We're happy to announce Science on the Patio, Wednesdays at 2.30, beginning on July 21st. The staff at the Tech has some chill activities for the final few weeks of summer vacation. Come to the patio and make ice cream in a bag, or try painting with ice. All ages are welcome and all materials are provided. Questions? Call 615-225-8312 or check the RCLSTN events calendar for more details. Starting Monday, July 26th at 6.30 p.m., there will be an English as a Second Language Citizenship Prep class at the Tech. Dr. Bakari and Katie Watson will be team teaching. English as a second language will be on Monday evenings, and citizenship prep is scheduled for Wednesday evenings. Please share the news with those who may benefit from these wonderful free classes provided by Rutherford County Adult Education. The Technology Engagement Center is located at 306 Minerva Drive next to Hobgood Elementary School. Dr. Mark Gallette, our NASA JPL ambassador, will be hosting a fun YouTube live event on Tuesday, July 20th at 12.15 p.m. This one will be a live virtual tour of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Have you ever wondered what it might be like inside of JPL in Pasadena, California, but you haven't been able to go in person? Here's your opportunity to do so. Join us to take a free, live, guided tour of this wonderful facility. 
There will be an interactive live chat feature with Q&A available throughout the presentation. Log on to connect with other space enthusiasts, ask questions, and get answers from our NASA JPL ambassador. Visit the calendar of events on the RCLS website for the link to Dr. Gillette's YouTube channel. Should you miss the live event, don't fret. You can view the recording on YouTube. And now let's hear from MGO Library at Patterson Park. Did you know that your public library proctors voting exams and other tests? It's true. This and so many other great free services are offered by the Rutherford County Library System. Visit our website at rclstn.org to see what each branch library has to offer or give us a call at 615-893-4131 to learn more. This is Dave from Limebaugh Public Library, here to share some of our upcoming events. The Rutherford County Master Gardeners continue to provide a monthly podcast and handout that can be found at our website, rcls.tn.org. The August topic is Vegetable Garden Transitions, which will explain how to transition to cool season crops, what to do with summer plants now, and more. If you missed an earlier podcast, no worries, they're still posted on the RCLS website. Local author C.J. Hamill will be signing and selling copies of his book, Hamill Photography, at Limebaugh on Monday, August the 9th from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Though there's no Friends of Limebaugh book sale in August, you can always stop by Limebaugh and purchase a bag of books for $2 from the Friends kiosk on the first floor. To find out about our other monthly groups that meet at Limebaugh, visit our calendar at rclstn.org. It's been four years since the Department of Motor Vehicles installed a driver's license renewal kiosk at Limebaugh Public Library. Since then, over 21,000 people have renewed or replaced their licenses. So, skip the line at the DMV by visiting the kiosk on the second floor at Limebaugh to renew your license today and find out libraries have more than just books. Hi, I'm Mike, your friendly neighborhood bookmobile driver. Lately, you may have noticed us looking a little different. As the needs of our community have changed, we've changed too, and we're just getting started. Bigger changes are coming, so check in with our social media and follow us for updates. One thing that will never change is that Rutherford County Library System and the Bookmobile will always bring a fully functioning library to your door. We provide access to quality library materials for all ages, story times, and free Wi-Fi. From preschools and assisted living facilities to local parks and special events, if you need a library, we can bring you one. The best part is, is that as a branch of the Rutherford County Library System, we do all of this absolutely free. If you'd like to learn more, you can reach us by phone at 615-893-4131 or online at rclstn.org. And as always, if you see us out and about, come on over and say hi. While big changes are coming, our commitment to our community has never been stronger. The Rutherford County Library System is comprised of five branches and a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County. 
including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, and the Technology Engagement Center. For a list of all events you heard here today and more information, please call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org. Good morning. Traffic still moving right now on 24th through the Hickory Hollow area. As you continue towards Nashville, lots of radar out here, not only up and down sections of 24 coming in from Coffee County, but also up and down sections of 840 this morning just past Jefferson Pike. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Right now that time, 8.51, you're tuned to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. Garrett Crowell with us this morning from the Rutherford County Library System, and you work again in the Limeball Library as the Circulation Manager. That's right. Good morning, everybody. So as we close out this morning, good morning, and now we're closing out. It? Time <laughs> goes by fast, doesn't yeah. it? So as we close out this morning, there were... You were mentioning off the air, one of your employees has been there for 32 years now. That's right. Pam Hoover, who works in circulation, uh, three days ago passed her 32nd anniversary mile marker. So I wanted to give a shout out to her on the air and just say congratulations for you know being there for as long as she has. I mean, when we have questions about things in history that have happened in the library or when so-and-so came in and another person left or when we made this change or when the construction happened and we tore down such and such, Pam's always got a story and she's always the person that we go to for those kinds of things. So I wanted to say congratulations to Pam Hoover. And if you see her, say, some, say something to her. Go to the desk and say congratulations. Congratulations to Pam if you're in the library. And, and, you know, there is a lot of history that she has seen over the years at the library. I, yes. I, I mean, one being that big move from what's now the Center for the Arts to the Vine and Church Street location. That's right. She remembers all the way back. She remembers equipment that we don't even use anymore that she has to describe to people who are too young to even have ever used it. <laughs> And so. it's, again, Pam Hoover, 32 years, huh? That's right. She's been there 32 years. Again, with us this morning, Garrett Crowell from the Rutherford County Library System. Well, as we close right now, is there anything else you can think of that we missed? Uh, no, I just want to remind everybody one more time about Free Comic Book Day coming up on Saturday, April the 14th. That's the big one. Uh, if you have any questions about that, please give me a call directly at uh, 615-893-893. 4131 extension 134 or go online we're going to have it posted everywhere on the facebook page and instagram and our website um and yeah i really hope people will come out it's kind of going to be our test for the the post-covid era of big events so we're looking to see people show up sounds good again that comes up august 14th a saturday right here in murfreesboro and at all the branches, right? That's right, okay. every branch. So that coming up right around the corner. Time right now, 8.53. You're tuned to WGNS. We have more news and information coming your way, including, well, we're going to head back to Costco in just a little while. Bart Walker is out there. He'll be talking with the Murfreesboro mayor next. Earlier, he talked to the county mayor and some of the employees at Costco. So we'll be there in just a second. Time right now, 8.54. 